more than a year after it began, the war in Ukraine is grinding on with no end in sight. Zelensky is adamant that he will not surrender an inch of territory. But Putin knows that if he suffers a defeat here, then he is finished. So he will simply not allow that to happen. He will fight to the bitter end. To win that sort of war then, Ukraine will have to utterly annihilate Russia. And let's be frank, that's not going to happen. But it's also clear that Putin is looking for a way out. Both he and the world have been stunned by Ukrainian resistance, propped up as it is on Western aid. That aid may be finite though, so perhaps it's time to start looking for some sort of compromise solution. The issue with that is that Putin cannot be trusted. He's broken his word and agreements far too many times in the past. And he's shown a rapacious appetite for conflict. But that appetite may well have been checked by this latest misadventure. And I'd like to suggest a deal that I think just might work. What I'd propose is to let Putin keep the eastern territories that he seized, but that allied forces, including those of America and the European powers, be positioned along the new border to ensure he's not tempted to try again. Putin could certainly spin this as a win, which would keep him happy. He could claim that he only ever wanted to liberate those eastern territories, and that he simply intact the entire nation of Ukraine to force them to make those concessions. He could also claim that the movement of Allied troops to the region is a sign that they fear both him and Russian might. This would allow him to paint his regime as far stronger than it actually is. And that would certainly appeal to his vanity and ego. Forces that play a huge part in his psychological makeup. But in this treaty, I would also argue that those eastern regions should hold an internationally regulated plebiscite to decide whether they want to remain part of Russia or to return to Ukraine. Initially, I would demand a six-month deadline for that referendum. But under Russian protests, I would concede and allow it to be held in five years to allow some of the wounds of the war to heal. This concession would again allow Putin to feel that he has scored a victory. Though in reality, five years is a more realistic timeline anyway. And that's the secret to negotiation. Argue for far more than you want, so that you can be beaten back to your genuine ambitions. Five years is an awful long time in politics. And that would allow Putin to move on and to shore up his position even if he were to lose the plebiscite five years down the line. Now, fair enough. But this might all look really bad for Zelensky. He has staked his reputation on a complete triumph. But Zelensky has much more political capital now than Putin. And that's the decisive factor. He can argue that he's put in the safety of Ukraine citizens first that he's bringing an end to the bloodshed. He can also argue that he's confident of winning the plebiscite in five years 
and of returning those eastern regions to Ukraine with no more blood being spilled. More than this, he can point to Ukraine's allied support and of how Russia has been chastened and contained. With the conflict stopped, perhaps cooler heads can prevail and perhaps more cordial relations with Russia can eventually be restored. Maybe the West can take Russia's concerns more seriously and can address the diplomatic errors and misunderstandings that may have contributed to this war. More broadly, this agreement will end the divisive friction that's spreading in the West over the costs of propping up the Ukrainian war effort. It can help to heal both those divisions and the economies of the Western allies. It may also be possible to find a solution to the energy crisis that affected so many people. Perhaps that could be made part of the broader text of the treaty. That sanctions will be dropped and Russian energy sales renewed on their agreement to the terms. Now, I know it sounds blasé of me to airily gift parts of Ukraine to Russia without the consent of the inhabitants. But I have no sway. I'm just ruminating here. And right now... I fail to see another way to extricate the nation from the meat grinder of war that continues to churn out corpses and destruction. More to the point, the plebiscite offers them hope and plenty of time to prepare, to rouse support. This proposal may seem like a repeat of Munich and the disaster of Czechoslovakia, but I'd suggest that failsafes built in means it's not. There's no suggestion here of trust in Putin the way Chamberlain trusted Hitler. But regardless, this is the best idea I have right now. Because this conflict looks like dragging on interminably. Grinding into the kind of hideous stalemate that defined World War I. And maybe it's time to stop the slaughter sooner rather than later. Because the only other option I foresee is escalation. And that could be a disastrous move. If you want to support this channel, please like, subscribe and think about buying my books. They're called The Tyranny of the Left and they're available on the links below. Please do feel free to pick them up and let me know what you think. Thank you.